On the roads on the N1 outbound at Lower Church, there's a crash. The left lane is closed. Do expect delays in the vicinity. Weather-wise, cloudy conditions in Cape Town this afternoon with a 60% chance of light rain, light northwesterly and a high of 14. The top story in Eyewitness News this hour, the ANC says former Public Works Minister Toko Didiza's record speaks for itself and announcing her as its mayoral candidate in Chwane was a calculated move. Eyewitness News, in touch, in tune and independent. For the latest, visit ewn.co.za. Choose to make a positive impact. Lead SA. Pippa Hudson on Cape Talk. Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. It's six minutes past two. Thank you so much for staying with us on Cape Talk this afternoon. Thanks to several people chipping in with further suggestions on how to remove the burnt bits from the bottom of pots. John in Darling says you can use the same liquid that you use on burnt irons. Werner in Caledon reckons Domestos does the trick. Denise likes to soak the pot with clothes washing powder. And Anne in Takai says pour jick into the burnt pot and leave it until the pot is clean. I have done so with my stainless steel pot. Just use pure undiluted jick. Use it with some caution though for your fingers please. Thanks so much for the suggestions everybody. We have had some feedback from Councillor Jacques Weber, Barbara in Bakhoven SMS'd earlier saying it appeared that a number of houses in Bakhoven were without electricity. Barbara, um, the feedback from the councillor is that nobody has logged a, a, a complaint from Bakhoven. Nobody has alerted the city to the fact that they're without electricity. So please, will you do so immediately? The minute they receive a report, they can respond to it. You need to give them a call on 0860 103089. 089. Uh, Jacques says they are aware of an electricity outage affecting the area in Seapoint between Arthur Road and um, I think it's Marae Road. That is being attended to. But uh, when he checked a few minutes ago, nobody had actually logged uh, a problem from Buckworth's side. So everybody has been sitting there bemoaning the fact that they are without electricity and assuming that everybody else had uh, had logged a complaint. And it seems that nobody has done so. So please, at least one of you do so right away. And hopefully the problem can be sorted out in in a bit of a hurry. I've also managed to find some updates uh, some updates for Hugh who was asking after the dam levels following the rain we've had over the weekend. Hugh, the National Department site has not yet been updated, but City of Cape Town's figures have been, and I can tell you that there has been an overall improvement in total percentage of storage from 29.8% last week to 34% this week, so that's good news. Uh, Foil Flay, for example, um, was 20% full last week. It's now at 244 Tia was at 29% seven it's now at 32.6 the Berg River Dam nice improvement from 29% last week to just over 37 as of today uh, Stienbras uh, upper 58.6 up to 61.4 Vemershoek from 43 to 49% and Stienbras lower from 32 to uh, close to 36 so a couple of uh, percentage points increase across the major dams of the Western Cape overall four and a bit percent increase in the overall storage capacity. Hugh, I hope that will uh, satisfy you for now. I will keep watching the uh, National Department of Water and Sanitation, which has a more extensive list of dams. And should that uh, update in the next hour, I will share that with you as well. Speaking of the next hour, we are about to share with you this week's new beginning, uh, a story with a focus on art today. Uh, A reminder that after half past two, we will be playing Secret Something and a new week of prizes sponsored by Kittywinks Lego stores. Uh, Delighted to have them back on board with some new great Lego kits to give away this week. At 20 to 3, 
We're talking TV with uh, Jared Orlin, the deputy editor of TV Plus magazine. And I will say it again, if you are a fan of the international soapies, I'm afraid we have some bad news to share with you and lots of news on changes at the SABC. Uh, If you're a fan of the amazing race, you might also want to make sure you're tuned in at 20 to 3. That's where I will leave it for now. Please stay with us for all of that. And remember to join the conversation on 021-446-0567. Cape Talk. New Beginnings. Well, today's new beginning is the story of the car guard and the artist, a tale of mentorship, of inspiration and of creativity. And we're so delighted to welcome in studio artist Andrew Cooper and car guard artist Eric David Karangworth. Lovely to have both of you with us. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's a Thank pleasure you. to be on the station. Thank now, you. Andrew Thank has you. been mentoring Eric since 2014, uh, spending weekly sessions with him at the Red Gallery in Takai, working on his artistic technique. Before we talk about what's happening now, though, Eric, let's start with you and start with uh, going a little bit further back in your story. You're in your 30s now. You're originally from Rwanda. How did you come to be in South Africa? Um, I was born in Rwanda, and uh, we freed the country in 1994 during the war. And then we, the time we, we left the country when a refugee came in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So we left there in, in 1996 all the way to Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So in Zimbabwe, uh, I reached in Zimbabwe 90, at the end of 97 to 98. Mm-hmm. That's where we got a school. That was my first time in the English system. Yep. So I was uh, I was struggling. We have to start from A to Z. Mm-hmm. And the, the time we start the English classes, you have to pass the first section, the second one, the third one. Then you'll be given a, a you'll be given the exam to to show that you are good in English. Mm-hmm. So now when you've done that, then you'll be able to apply for the school. Uh, I start from the form one, form two, form three, form four. That's where I ended up there. And uh, one of my subjects I had there was uh, we used to sketch at the school. But from there, I love the art from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had one, one of my neighbors, he, had, he was in a French school back home which is at school. Mm-hmm. So we every time I left at school, I have to visit him and uh, see how his sketches, his sketches were very, very, very good. So I learned from there, and then I become very interested in art. So the time I left in, in Zimbabwe, that was in uh, 2004, I came to South Africa, and in uh, 2006, uh, that which was uh, the first year I saw... Andrew Cooper's artwork in a gallery in Constantia. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time I saw somebody painting like that. So realistic. It was amazing. So in my dream, I was dreaming to meet him one day. So you come to South Africa. You were working as a car guard in the uh, the shopping center's uh, car park. Is that correct? Yes. And you saw Andrew's work on display in that center it obviously spoke to you. You found something that you loved in that work. Did you ever imagine that you would have the opportunity to meet Andrew, let alone to work with him as you're doing today? Uh, since I saw his work, I had a dream to meet him. And finally, the dream came through. How did that happen? Um, I remember I was uh, painting. Since I saw his work, I started moving from sketch to paint. 
teaching myself. That was 2007, 8, 2009, and 2010. I can see the improvement in my work. And then well, what was the next in 2011, I have to take a photograph of the work I have, I go outside there and I compare to what I see outside there. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back, I can see I need to do more. And then, then after that, what I decided was this, uh, I painted the small paintings and then I can kill them to the owner of the galleries and they ask them to criticize me just to find out my mistakes, how, how what should I put in to improve my work. Mm-hmm. So, ex- um, the first person I approached was the the Peter, the man who owned the Constantia uh, the, the Constantia Framing Gallery. So his first advice I get from him it's it's pushed me to go somewhere. I can see the improvement mm-hmm. in my work. That was 2012, and then I put another year again to to improve the work. That was in 2013. Which, which was the time I approached the Constantia Village Management. So I approached the manager and I showed her the work that I have. And then she asked me what can she help me. I didn't have an answer at that time. I went back and then I went to make a surprise for her. I painted a little size of Madiba. I think it was something like a size, size something like a size A2. Mm-hmm. So when I painted and then I gave to her as a present, she was very, very, very happy. So she said, so what I can help you now, I'm going to organize an exhibition for you. You bring your work, you exhibit here, and then we will see what people will respond to your work. And that was 2014. So, and then we... An article we had in the newspaper, which was the first time I was in the newspaper, the Constantia Big Bulletin. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the name Andrew Cooper because I love his work. His work touched me since I saw his work at Constantia Village. The time I mentioned his work in a newspaper, he wrote it in a newspaper and then the newspaper came out Andrew saw it and he he read the newspaper he came to visit him at my exhibition that's where the time we where you first met yes yeah where the first time we met what a story. If you've just joined us, you're listening to artist Eric David Karangwa, who's been telling us about the story of how he went from being a refugee from Rwanda, working as a car guard in the parking lot of Constantia Village Shopping Centre, to having his own small exhibition within that centre. The newspaper coverage that followed mentioned the fact that he was a great admirer of Andrew Cooper's work. And that is what it took to bring these two people together. After this short break, we'll tell you what happened next in this extraordinary story. Don't go away. Cape Talk, new beginnings. Before the break, we heard from artist Eric David Karangwa about his journey to South Africa and his journey as an artist while working as a car guard at Constantia Village Shopping Centre. And he mentioned that the artist who inspired him to 
move out of sketching into painting and whose work he admired so was Andrew Cooper, who's also with us in studio now. So, Andrew, let's pick up the story with you, if we may. You uh, open up a Constantinburg bulletin and there's a newspaper article about Eric and his exhibition at the centre. And it mentions that he's a fan of your work. Did you see that article yourself or did someone phone and tell you? Um, no, but I actually picked up the newspaper and, and found it myself by pure chance. I just, I think as an artist, your mind always zones into anything art-related and mm-hmm. I saw that this chap, Eric, was going to be doing an exhibition and then I noticed that he'd mentioned my name and that he'd obviously seen my work through a, a gallery that was in the centre. And so, yeah, I was curious then to go down and, and see what he was up to and what work he was doing. And um, I was very familiar with the Constantia Shopping Centre, so it was quite interesting to go see him. And what did you find when you got there? It was a great surprise. Uh, twofold. One, his, his artwork was, was very refreshing. Um, and Eric, as a, as a human being and man, is a, is a wonderf- wonderfully soft, gentle-natured individual who um, is very, very eager to learn. And, and I think that was what makes it so rewarding, is, is um, the fact that all that information... Is really sucked in like a sponge, and he his transformation from one well, I'd almost say one week to the next is, mm. is phenomenal. Um, he he comes in probably what Eric I think comes in probably twice a week. Uh, I, I paint in the mornings at a, at the gallery that you mentioned earlier on the Red the Gallery, um, and it's also a coffee shop in conjunction. So there's it's quite a nice mix of people there, and it gives me an opportunity to talk to Eric about the work I'm busy painting in the gallery. And then also when talking colours, composition and things, I can refer to other artwork in the gallery and we can chat about that. Um, another thing that's come about now with uh, the news of you know, Eric and, and his success from Cargo Artists is a lot more people are getting more involved. So when he actually comes to visit me now at the gallery, uh, I'm now getting people asking, oh, when's Eric next coming? We'd love yeah. to meet him and see his work and things. So it's, 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 it's a nice... It's a nice environment to meet, um, and uh, it's, it's an informal environment. Mm-hmm. So Eric will often bring me images of work he's working on, and then I'll give him a, a, a crit on, on what I think he's doing wrong or right, mm-hmm. mostly right. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, am I right that you sold all the paintings that went onto that first exhibition at yeah, Constantia? Yeah, um, on my first exhibition, I wasn't, I wasn't quite good as I am today, but uh, um, I managed to sell three paintings in three days. Wow. Yeah, I was the first painting I sold within an hour. Fantastic. Which was very quickly. Um, uh, the, the two were sold for the last day on my exhibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how is that? I mean, how has this, this, this opportunity and this relationship being mentored by Andrew changed your life and your prospects? Are you still working as a car guard or have you been able to move into focusing on your art full time? Um, I haven't moved to work as um, as an artist a full time. I'm still preparing to work at Constantia as a car guard, maybe in the weekend sometime, mm-hmm. just to get money to to buy food mm. and the other stuff to keep going. Yeah, but, exactly. But obviously, you 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 are able to spend a lot more time now under Andrew's tutorage, working Definitely. on your art and improving your art. Andrew, you, I mean, you obviously must feel a sense of, of the importance of the role of mentor and, and what it can do. Obviously, it's, it's making a difference in Eric's life, but is it something you think uh, it, we should take a bigger picture view on in this country? Um, absolutely. I, I, I think, I think well, in, in the art or creative for, form, I think it's, it's, it's a platform for people to, 
to take control of their lives and their incomes and destinies to a degree. Um, and so I think it, for, for Eric, my mentoring him is, is one thing, but I think going down the line, I'm saying to Eric, I hope you are going to then take the initiative to mentor other people like yourself because I think it's it's a wonderful encouragement for for any other person out there on the streets, car guards, anyone who feels that their life is at a sort of a bottom, to look at somebody like Eric and even the other car guards who work with, around him. I think are very proud of him and, and, and very encouraged by what he's doing. Mm. And that relates to people who, who do b- uh, bead work um, also around, you know, around about in the, in, in the center and things. Um, I think sometimes people don't appreciate or respect those individuals who are selling maybe from the side of the road. But that's the beginning point. And I think this is where it's important for Eric and all those other people out there to see what he's managed to achieve. And then with 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 the um, acknowledgement that he's getting, it, it's the encouragement that comes with it. So I think for Eric also being exposed still to the public as a car guard, it has a benefit now because people are now coming out of curiosity to actually find Eric. Mm-hmm. He can potentially deal directly with people when it comes to paintings. People can ask him questions. And then on the other side, Art is a funny thing that it's very inconsistent income. So mm. when you get going, it's tricky. So I always say to people, stay with your primary income job mm. just to see you through those periods and take the pressure off the income part of yeah. the art. So at the moment, I mean, Eric's now is uh, being quite modest. He sold one of his paintings for 10,000 rand wow. at, the, <laughs> at the last uh, exhibition. I think another one for 4,000 rand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's a remarkable step forward from even Absolutely. when I saw him on his on his first exhibition and the people um, thanks to people like yourselves that keep talking things and getting it out there people are really supporting and getting behind Eric now which is one of the most important things I think for anyone in South Africa and the artistic things we don't always get enough encouragement from the public or we don't have exposure to the public mm-hmm. um, so I think this has been fantastic for Eric and I hope that other people seeing it around him will then be encouraged as well in the greater field and that he can maybe mentor them. Well, great message in from Michael, who's listening in Simonstown, just saying the power of passion. This artist, Eric, has got what it takes some people a lifetime to achieve passion. Determination is the answer to any success and the sky is the limit. Well done, Eric. That comes from Michael in Simonstown. Michael, thanks for taking the time to send that through. We're almost out of time and we haven't. One very important thing we need to tell everybody is where they get to see your paintings and to meet you so they can come and find you at Constantia Village if they want to see your work. Um, Is do you have any exhibitions on at the moment or how how can they do that? Uh, I haven't any exhibition at the moment, but um just preparing to have one very soon, but I'm not sure yet. It will be posted on my Facebook page. The, if anyone wants to find out my information, can go to my Facebook page, say Eric Fine Art. Eric Fine Art, and that's E-R-I-C-K, is exactly. that correct? So Eric exactly. with a K on the end from the spelling you might expect in South Africa, Eric Fine <laughs> Art. We'll share that page on our page and, and, and our Twitter feeds, etc., as well, uh, so that people can find you there. Yeah, and also they can visit me at home to see how I work. Um, I, I stay in a retreat, 5th Avenue, number 42. 
So 42 Fifth Avenue Retreat is where you're working from home. Exactly. If anybody would like to come and watch and if there are any other artists listening who feel inspired by the story and can continue the path, as Andrew was saying, and, and that, that, that handing over of, of, of your passion to another artist, I hope that may follow from this. Eric, we want to wish you the very best of luck and uh, can't wait to hear about the next exhibition and see some of your work. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. And uh, also one thing, this gentleman here, <laughs> Andrew Cooper, uh, I am what I am today because of this gentleman. Do we see a joint exhibition in the future one day? I, I think we'll definitely do something together. I think um, it'll be a nice collaboration and particularly the way where the story's unfolded. I mm. think it'll definitely. We actually already on the way here, we're chatting about um, doing some exhibitions in the future, either at uh, Red the Gallery or I might even do something during the summer season at Kirstenbosch Gardens. Lovely idea. Yeah. Please let us know when it's organized so that we can tell everyone to come and find you there. We will do. Andrew mm. and Eric, thanks so much for being with thank us. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank for you. <laughs>